The Red Man's Rebuke by Simon Polkagon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Dedication To the memory of William Penn, Roger Williams, the late lamented Helen Hunt Jackson, and many others now in heaven, who conceived that noble spirit of justice which recognizes the brotherhood of the red man, and to all others now living, defenders of our race. I most gratefully dedicate this tribute of the forest, Chief Pokagon. By the Author My object in publishing the red man's rebuke on the bark of the white birch tree is out of loyalty to my own people, and gratitude to the great spirit who in his wisdom provided for our use for untold generations this most remarkable tree with manifold bark used by us instead of paper being of greater value to us as it could not be injured by sun or water out of the bark of this wonderful tree were made hats caps and dishes for domestic use while our maidens tied with it the knot that sealed their marriage vow wigwams were made of it as well as large canoes that outrode the violent storms on lake and sea it was also used for light and fuel at our war councils and spirit dances originally the shore of our northern lakes and streams were fringed with it and evergreen and the white charmingly contrasted with the green mirrored from the water was indeed beautiful but like the red man this tree is vanishing from our forests alas for us our day is o'er our fires are out from shore to shore no more for us the wild deer bounds the plough is on our hunting-grounds the pale man's axe rings through our woods the pale man's sail skims o'er the floods our pleasant springs are dry our children look by power oppressed beyond the mountains of the west our children go to die the red man's rebuke by simon polkagon potawatomi chief shall not one line lament our forest race for you struck out from the wild creation's face freedom the self-same freedom you adore bade us defend our violated shore in behalf of my people the american indians i hereby declare to you the pale-faced race that has usurped our lands and homes that we have no spirit to celebrate with you the great columbian fair now being held in this chicago city the wonder of the world no sooner would we hold high joy day over the graves of our departed fathers than to celebrate our own funeral the discovery of america and while you who are strangers and you who live here bring the offerings of the handiwork of your own lands and your hearts in admiration rejoice over the beauty and grandeur of this young republic and you say behold the wonders wrought by our children in this foreign land do not forget that this success has been at the sacrifice of our homes and a once happy race where these great columbian show buildings stretch skyward and where stands this queen city of the west once stood the red man's wigwam here met their old men young men and maidens here blazed their council fires but now the eagle's eye can find no trace of them here was the centre of their widespread hunting grounds stretching far eastward and to the great salt gulf southward and to the lofty rocky mountain chain westward 
and all about and beyond the great lakes northward roamed vast herds of buffalo that no man could number while moose deer and elk were found from ocean to ocean pigeons ducks and geese in near bowshot moved in great clouds through the air while fish warmed our streams lakes and seas close to shore all were provided by the great spirit for our use we destroyed none except for food and dress had plenty and were contented and happy but alas the pale faces came by chance to our shores many times very needy and hungry we nursed and fed them fed the ravens that were soon to pluck out our eyes and the eyes of our children for no sooner had the news reached the old world that a new continent had been found peopled with another race of men than locust-like they swarmed on all our coasts and like the carrying crows in spring that in circles wheel and clamour long and loud and will not cease until they find and feast upon the dead so these strangers from the east long circuits made and turkey-like they gobbled in our ears give us gold give us gold where find you gold where find you gold we gave for promises and jewgaws all the gold we had and showed them where to dig for more to repay us they robbed our homes of fathers mothers sons and daughters some were forced to cross the sea for slaves in spain while multitudes were dragged into the mines to dig for gold and held in slavery there until all who escaped not died under the lash of the cruel taskmaster it finally passed into their history that the red man of the west unlike the black men of the east will die before he'll be a slave our hearts were crushed by such base ingratitude and as the united states has now decreed no chinaman shall land on our shores so we then felt that no such barbarians as they should land on ours in those days that tried our father's souls tradition says a crippled gray-haired sire told his tribe that in the visions of the night he was lifted high above the earth and in great wonder beheld a vast spider-web spread out over the land from the atlantic ocean toward the setting sun its network was made of rods of iron along its lines in all directions rushed monstrous spiders great in strength and larger than any beast of earth clad in brass and iron dragging after them long rows of wigwams with families therein outstripping in their course the flight of birds that fled before them hissing from their nostrils came forth fire and smoke striking terror to both fowl and beast the red men hid themselves in fear or fled away while the white men trained these monsters for the warpath as warriors for battle the old man who saw the vision claimed it meant that the indian race would surely pass away before the pale-faced strangers he died a martyr to his relief centuries have passed since that time and we now behold in the vision as in the mirror the present network of railroads the monstrous engines with their fire smoke and hissing steam with cars attached as they go sweeping through the land the cyclone of civilization rolled westward the force of untold centuries were swept away streams dried up lakes fell back from their ancient bounds and all our fathers once loved to gaze upon was destroyed defaced or marred except the sun moon and starry skies above which the great spirit in his wisdom hung beyond their reach still on the storm-cloud rolled while before its lightning and thunder the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air withered like grass before the flame 
were shot for love of power to kill alone and left a spoil upon the plains their bleaching bones now scattered far and near in shame declare the wanton cruelty of pale-faced men the storm unsatisfied on land swept our lakes and streams while before its clouds of hooks nets and glistening spears the fish vanished from our waters like the morning dew before the rising sun thus our inheritance was cut off and we were driven and scattered as sheep before the wolves nor was this all they brought among us fatal diseases our fathers knew not of our medicine men tried in vain to check the deadly plague but they themselves died and our people fell as fall the leaves before the autumn's blast to be just we must acknowledge there were some good men with these strangers who gave their lives for ours and in great kindness taught us the revealed will of the great spirit through his son jesus the mediator between god and man but while we were being taught to love the lord our god with all our heart mind and strength and our neighbors as ourselves and our children were taught to lisp our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name bad men of the same race whom we thought of the same belief shocked our faith in the revealed will of the father as they came among us with bitter oaths upon their lips something we had never heard before and cups of fire-water in their hands something we had never seen before they pressed the sparkling glasses to our lips and said drink and you will be happy we drank thereof we and our children but alas like the serpent that charms to kill the drink habit coiled around the heartstrings of its victims shocking unto death friendship love honor manhood all that makes men good and noble crushing out all ambition and leaving naught but a culprit vagabond in the place of a man now as we have been taught to believe that our first parents ate of the forbidden fruit and fell so we as fully believe the first fire-water is the hard cider of the white man's devil made from the fruit of that tree that brought death into the world and all our woes the arrow the scalping knife and the tomahawk used on the warpath were merciful compared with it they were used in our defence but the accursed drink came like the serpent in the form of a dove many of our people partook of it without mistrust as children pluck the flowers and clutch a scorpion in their grasp only when they feel the sting they let the flowers fall but nature's children had no such power for when the viper's fangs they felt they only hugged the reptile the more closely to their breasts while friends before them stood pleading with prayers and tears that they would let the deadly serpent drop but all in vain although they promised so to do yet with laughing grin and steps uncertain like the fool they still more frequently guzzled down this hellish drug finally conscience ceased to give alarm and led by deep despair to life's last brink and goaded by demons on every side they cursed themselves they cursed their friends they cursed their beggar babes and wives they cursed their god and died you say of us that we are treacherous vindictive and cruel in answer to the charge we declare to all the world with our hands uplifted before high heaven that before the white man came upon us we were kind outspoken and forgiving our real character has been misunderstood because we have resented the breaking of treaties made with the united states as we honestly understood them 
the few of our children who are permitted to attend your schools in great pride tell us that they read in your own histories how william penn a quaker and a good man made treaties with nineteen tribes of indians and that neither he nor they ever broke them and further that during seventy years while pennsylvania was controlled by the quakers not a drop of blood was shed nor a war-hoop sounded by our people your own historians and our traditions show that for nearly two hundred years different eastern powers were striving for the mastery of the new world and that our people were persuaded by the different factions to take the war-path being generally led by white men who had been discharged from prisons for crimes committed in the old world read the following left on record by peter martyr who visited our forefathers in the day of columbus it is certain that the land among these people is as common as the sun and water and that mine not thine the seed of all misery have no place with them they are content with so little that in so large a country they have rather a superfluity than a scarceness so that they seem to live in the golden world without toil living in open gardens not entrenched with dikes not divided with hedges nor divided with walls they deal truly with one another without laws without books without judges they take him for an evil and mischievous man who taketh pleasure in doing hurt to another and albeit they delight not in superfluities yet they make provision for the increase of such roots whereof they make bread content with such simple diet whereof health is preserved and disease is avoided your own histories show that columbus on his first visit to our shores in a message to the king and queen of spain paid our forefathers this beautiful tribute they are loving uncovetous people so docile in all things that i swear to your majesties there is not in the world a better race or more delightful country they love their neighbors as themselves and their talk is ever sweet and gentle accompanied with smiles and though they be naked yet their manners are decorous and praiseworthy but a few years passed away and your historians left to be perused with shame the following facts on the islands of the atlantic coast and in the populous empires of mexico and peru the spaniards through pretense of friendship and religion gained audience with chiefs and kings their families and attendants they were received with great kindness and courtesy but in return they most treacherously seized and bound in chains the unsuspecting natives and as a ransom for the release demanded large sums of gold which were soon given by their subjects but instead of granting them freedom as promised they were put to death in a most shocking manner their subjects were then hunted down like wild beasts with bloodhounds robbed and enslaved while under pretext to convert them to christianity the rack the scourge and the faggot were used some were burned alive in their thickets and fastnesses for refusing to work the mines as slaves tradition says these acts of base ingratitude were communicated from tribe to tribe throughout the continent and that a universal wail as one voice went up from all the tribes of the unbroken wilderness we must beat back these strangers from our shores before they seize our lands and homes or slavery or death are ours reader pause here close your eyes shut out from your heart all prejudice against our race and honestly consider the above records penned by the pale-faced historians centuries ago and tell us in the name of eternal truth and by all that is sacred and dear to mankind 
was there ever a people without the slightest reason of offense more treacherously imprisoned and scourged than we have been and tell us have crime despotism violence and slavery ever been dealt out in a more wicked manner to crush out life and liberty or was ever a people more mortally offended than our forefathers were almighty spirit of humanity let thy arms of compassion embrace and shield us from the charge of treachery vindictiveness and cruelty and save us from further oppression and may the great chief of the united states appoint no more broken down or disappointed politicians as agents to deal with us but may he select good men that are tried and true men who fear not to do right this is our prayer what would remain for us if we were not allowed to pray all else we acknowledge to be in the hands of this great republic it is clear that for years after the discovery of this country we stood before the coming strangers as a block of marble before the sculptor ready to be shaped into a statue of grace and beauty but in their greed for gold the block was hacked to pieces and destroyed childlike we trusted in them with all our hearts and as the young nestling while yet blind swallows each morsel given by the parent bird so we drank in all they said they showed us the compass that guided them across the trackless deep and as its needle swung to and fro only resting to the north we looked upon it as a thing of life from the eternal world we could not understand the lightning and thunder of their guns believing they were weapons of the gods nor could we fathom their wisdom in knowing and telling us the exact time in which the sun or moon should be darkened hence we looked upon them as divine we revered them yes we trusted in them as infants trust in the arms of their mothers but again and again was our confidence betrayed until we were compelled to know that greed for gold was all the balance wheel they had the remnant of the beasts are now wild and keep beyond the arrows of reach the fowls fly high in air the fish hide themselves in deep waters we have been driven from the homes of our childhood and from the burial places of our kindred and friends and scattered far westward into desert places where multitudes have died from homesickness cold and hunger and are suffering and dying still for want of food and blankets as the hunted deer close chased all day long when night comes on weary and tired lies down to rest morning for companions of the morning heard all scattered dead and gone so we through weary years have tried to find some place to safely rest but all in vain our throbbing hearts unceasing say the hounds are howling on our tracks our sad history has been told by weeping parents to their children from generation to generation and as the fear of the fox in the duckling is hatched so the wrongs we have suffered are transmitted to our children and they look upon the white man with distrust as soon as they are born hence our worst acts of cruelty should be viewed by all the world with christian charity as being the echo of a bad treatment dealt out to us therefore we pray our critics everywhere to be not like the thoughtless boy who condemns the toiling bees wherever found as vindictive and cruel because in robbing their homes he once received the poisoned darts that nature gave for their defence our strongest defence against the onward marching hordes we fully realize is as useless as the struggles of a lamb born high in air pierced to its hearts with the talons of the eagle we never shall be happy here any more 
we gaze into the faces of our little ones for smiles of infancy to please and into the faces of our young men and maidens for joys of youth to cheer advancing age but alas instead of smiles of joy we find but looks of sadness there then we fully realize in the anguish of our souls that their young and tender hearts in keenest sympathy with ours have drank in the sorrows we have felt and their sad faces reflect it back to us again no rainbow of promise spans the dark cloud of our afflictions no cheering hopes are painted on our midnight sky we only stand with folded arms and watch and wait to see the future deal with us no better than the past no cheer of sympathy is given us but in answer to our complaints we are told the triumphal march of the eastern race westward is by the unalterable decree of nature termed by them survival of the fittest and so we stand as upon the seashore chained hand and foot while the incoming tide of the great ocean of civilization rises slowly but surely to overwhelm us but a few more generations and the last child of the force will have passed into the world beyond into the kingdom where j banyat booz the great spirit dwelleth who loveth justice and mercy and hateth evil who has declared the fittest in his kingdom shall be those alone that hear and aid his children when they cry and that love him and keep his commandments in that kingdom many of our people in faith believe he will summon the pale-faced spirits to take position on his left and the red spirits upon his right and that he will say sons and daughters of the forest your prayers for deliverance from the iron heel of oppression through centuries past are recorded in this book now open before me made from the bark of the white birch a tree under which for generations past you have mourned and wept on its pages silently has been recorded your sad history it has touched my heart with pity and i will have compassion then turning to his left he will say sons and daughters of the east all here give heed unto my words while on earth i did great and marvellous things for you i gave my only son who declared unto you my will and as you had freely received to so freely give and declare the gospel unto all people a few of you have kept the faith and through opposition and great tribulation have laboured hard and honestly for the redemption of mankind regardless of race or colour to all such i now give divine power to fly on lightning wings throughout my universe now therefore listen and when the great drum beats let all try their powers to fly only those can rise who acted well their part on earth to redeem and save the fallen the drum will be sounded and the innumerable multitude will appear like some vast sea of wounded birds struggling to rise we shall behold it and shall hear their fluttering as the rumbling of an earthquake and to our surprise shall see but a scattering few in triumph rise and hear their songs re-echo through the vault of heaven as they sing glory to the highest who hath redeemed and saved us then the great spirit will speak with a voice of thunder to the remaining shame-faced multitude hear ye it is through great mercy that you have been permitted to enter these happy hunting grounds therefore i charge you in presence of these red men that you are guilty of having tyrannized over them in many and strange ways i find you guilty of having made wanton wholesale butchery of their game and fish i find you guilty of using tobacco 
a poisonous weed made only to kill parasites on plants and lice on man and beast you found it with the red men who used it only in smoking the pipe of peace to confirm their contracts in place of a seal but you multiplied its use not only in smoking but in chewing snuffing thus forming unhealthy filthy habits and by cigarettes the abomination of abominations learned little children to hunger and thirst after the father and mother of palsy and cancers i find you guilty of tagging after the pay agents sent out by the great chief of the united states among the indians to pay off their birthright claims to home and liberty and native lands and then sneaking about their agencies by deceit and trickery cheating and robbing them of their money and goods thus leaving them poor naked i also find you guilty of following the trail of christian missionaries into the wilderness among the natives and when they had set up my altars and the great work of redemption had just begun and some in faith believed you then and there most wickedly set up the idol of manchi manintu the devil and there struck out your sign sample rooms you then dealt out to the sons of the forest a most damnable drug fitly termed on earth by christian women a beverage of hell which destroyed both body and soul taking therefore all their money and blankets and scrupling not to take in pawn the bibles given them by my servants therefore know ye this much abused race shall enjoy the liberties of these happy hunting grounds while i teach them my will which you were in duty bound to do while on earth but instead you blocked up the highway that led to heaven that the car of salvation might not pass over had you done your duty they as well as you would now be rejoicing in glory with my saints with whom you fluttering tried this day in vain to rise but now i say unto you stand back you shall not tread upon the heels of my people nor tyrannize over them any more neither shall you with gatling gun or otherwise disturb or break up their prayer meetings in camp any more neither shall you practice with weapons of lightning and thunder any more neither shall you use tobacco in any shape way or manner neither shall you touch taste handle make buy or sell anything that can intoxicate any more and know ye ye cannot buy out the law or skulk by justice here and if any attempt is made on your part to break these commandments i shall forthwith grant these red men of america great power and delegate them to cast you out of paradise and hurl you headlong through its outer gates into the endless abyss beneath far beyond where darkness meets with light there to dwell and thus shut you out from my presence and the presence of angels and the light of heaven for ever and ever end of the red man's rebuke by simon polkagon